Hey guys, Darren here. Happy Thanksgiving week. They are both seers, revelatory teachers whose ministries consistently produce of signs, wonders, and miracles. I'm talking about Katie Souza and Tony Kemp. I've personally never seen any two ministers who tag team so effortlessly and efficiently. They really do like each other. And when they start talking and revelating, there's so much to be learned when you get the opportunity of listening in. And that's what we're going to do today. In this podcast, we dive into kind of where that all began. We also dive into keys for supernatural health and wellness, suspending the aging process, eternal youth. That's all here, you guys. And then at the conclusion of the podcast, we dive into a conversation regarding, are you ready for this? The personality of angels. So I think you're going to love this podcast. I know I loved uh, being in the room when it was being uh, created. Look, you're going to want to take advantage of all the equipping resources that Tony and Katie have created. For more information on Tony Kemp and his equipping resources, go to TonyKemp.com. For more information on Katie Souza and everything that she has available, you're going to want to visit ExpectedMinistries.org. That's ExpectedMinistries.org. Before we dive into today's podcast, just want to take a second or two to remind you to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. To do that, I've created a shortcut to get you there. Just go to thedarrenshow.com. Again, thedarrenshow.com. That'll take you to uh, iTunes. And what you can do is you can give it one star, and that means that you think it's kind of lame. Or you can give it five stars, and that means that you think this thing is dope. It's tight. It'd be off the chain. And don't forget that ratings and reviews or like the word of mouth for podcasts. That's what helps uh, iTunes aggregate uh, what's relevant, what's what's hip and happening. So again, take that second or two, rate and review this podcast. That'd be mighty fine of you. Don't forget, I'm thankful for you. Again, happy Thanksgiving. Without any further ado, let's dive into this fascinating conversation with Katie Souza and Tony Kemp right here, right now on the Supernaturalist Podcast show. Let's go. Connecting, equipping, and promoting emerging supernaturalists. <laughs> Even created for such a time as this. All right, and here we go. <laughs> there is more. He said, what? Katie, Tony, what's up? Hey. Here we go. Hey. I, I, I've been looking forward to this, mm-hmm. and it's been an honor just watching you guys work together th- this weekend, and this incredible like team dynamic. On one hand, you guys are very opposite from each other, and yet, on, on another hand, you're very, very similar, and it's yeah. almost like you guys could you know, complete each other's sentences and, and, mm. and how you discern the same way and, mm-hmm. and how, when one of you is ministering, like when Tony's ministering, Kitty's like discerning and vi- and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So can you guys take us back to like the Genesis, like the origin of kind of like wh- how you guys met and where did this incredible ministry relationship begin? Well, we met in Ohio, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Bob and Carla Fritz. Right. Right, right. We were doing a meeting there. Yes. Uh, we had never worked together before. That's right. Right. And I remember um, you got up to speak. I think you were before me because you usually are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a little side inside joke <laughs> that we might explain later. But mm-hmm. 
uh, you were praying for metal miracles, mm-hmm. and a woman there had a metal spring. Mm-hmm. It had been attached to the upper thigh mm-hmm. and went down past her knee yes. to the lower leg. Yes. Now, it's a metal spring, so it's very, very stiff. Yes. And so she was unable to bend her knee. Right. Even though it was a spring, right. she was unable to bend it because it was so stiff. Right. Okay, so you were praying for her, and by the time you got done with her, I'll just leave out all the detail, but uh, she was walking around, crawling around on her knees, right? saying this, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. That's when I knew that I had to hang out mm-hmm. with my new brother. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. okay, that's how yeah. we met, right? That's how we met. Yep. Um, for those that are listening, if you're interested in creative miracles, I'll just share this real super briefly. Uh, some years ago, I uh, got caught up into heaven in a place that was very similar to a library, and there was a book open, and I saw two pages. And in this page, in these two pages, I saw where, um, and, and I'll use this scripture. Um, uh, Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 talks about how God has made everything beautiful in its time, but God has also put eternity in our heart. Wow, yeah. And so the God of eternity lives in my heart and yours if you're a believer in Jesus and you have access to revelation. And in this book, I began to see uh, just a little bit of the secret to miracles. And uh, one of those secrets is this, is when the father's going to do a miracle in the name of Jesus, he either suspends time Time, turns it back or supernaturally accelerates it forward. Wow. And so um, to give you scripture for that is um, to, uh, you know, just think of it this way. When God speaks to Joshua and says, you're going to defeat an enemy uh, in Joshua 10, uh, Joshua speaks and says, son, stand still. I got a promise. Moon, don't you think about moving. And then the angels of God in, in, in the in army of heaven engage with the army of Joshua uh, to defeat an enemy and time stopped until the promise was fulfilled and so if you're listening to us today perhaps you have a promise from God and time appears to say this thing will never come to pass but I've come to let you know if God has to stop time for you he can stop time drop your miracle or your dramatic answer to prayer in to give him glory in the name of Jesus yeah. well I mean Jesus worked miracles with time travel you know I mean if we're on that subject now because that's what Tony and I did this morning together in the session uh, you know it says that even with the man with the withered hand you know he told that man stretch forth thine hand and his hand was full restored if you look at the uh, phraseology there the the words stretch forth are the greek word ectano ectano and uh the root of that is the word ek and the word ek denotes origin it denotes the time something happened the place something happened and the cause that made it happen so when jesus made that command stretch forth thine hand he was going back to the time the man's hand got withered, the place it got withered, and the cause that made it withered, and he's healing it at the origin, at the root. And he did the same thing with demons. I mean, when, when Jesus told that one demon he met up with in the man at the synagogue, um, he, he rebuked the demon, and he told that demon, he said, come out of him. And the demon threw that man in the midst, and he was not harmed. He was totally delivered. Well, that word, those that phrase, come out, is the same as stretch forth. It's the Greek word, ectano. So when Jesus said, come out to that demon, he was saying, come out of the time you came in to this man's life come out of the place the location you came into the man's life and come out of the cause that enabled you to come into this man's life and then that man was free so god is in the business 
of time traveling people to do miracles, deliverances, and and all kinds of wonderful, wonderful things. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, let me let, let me ask you guys because you were you're talking about time travel miracles today, yes. and and how it kind of. Um, works with deliverance yes yeah, and, yeah. And, and but let me ask you in regards to because we know that aging and, and the effects of aging yes. takes place because of a lot of different factors yes. stem cells not producing like they should and gravity on the body yes. but is there a place where where uh, as we wait on the Lord you know he'll renew our strength and yes. our youth will be actually renewed so what do you guys think as far as like cosmetic miracles as far as you know time travel and reversing reversing you know because we didn't necessarily go there this morning yes obviously on purpose yes building faith for miracles in the room yes but what, what do you guys think is available and what do you think a generation is going to walk in where actual um youthfulness will be um uh, uh, locked in like people can, will be able to lock themselves in at a certain you know so they won't age what, what yes. do you think about that why don't you go first and I'll just jump right on okay, in well this is like uh, now you're opening up this whole thing for a new topic I mean you know time travel is definitely part of it right because yeah. we can suspend time we can go back in time yeah. um, and you know even at the Jordan um, the waters went back all the way to Adam when the ark the presence wow. who is Jesus Christ entered into that river and Einstein denoted river as a time as rivers denoting like symbolizing time, the flow of time. Wow. So when the ark or the presence of Christ steps into the, you know, Jordan, then it backs all the way back up to Adam where the original sin was. So God can back up time, right? Wow, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, we can go forward in time. We can suspend time yes. just like Joshua 10. But I see when you see a lot of those promises uh, where it says, you know, our youth will be renewed like the eagle um, or, you know, you will walk and not go weary, run and not go faint or Psalms 103 where it talks about, you know, our youth being restored and all that. Yeah. It, it's also connected to the courts. Now, this is a whole different subject. I really oh, don't want yeah, to veer yeah, off. Yeah. But, but when you look at that Psalm 103, I, I'd have to even read it. It talks about how, you know, God, it says, bless the Lord, all my soul, bless the Lord, all my soul, who uh, heals all my diseases right. and who restores my youth yeah. yes. like an eagle. The yeah. next verse is who is a God of justice and righteousness. That word justice actually there means to settle a claim in court. So a lot of times we can actually go into the court of heaven and put in a claim and say, look, I've been preaching. I've been decreeing this scripture. I've been believing this scripture. I've been wanting this scripture to happen and it hasn't. I put in a claim for my youth because the Bible says that my youth will be restored like an eagle and I'll return to the days of my youth and all this other stuff. And so that's part of it. And that's a whole teaching that I'm birthing that's coming really up good. very yeah, soon. That's awesome. Called destroying death. Um, but it's also in Isaiah 40, which is that famous scripture. You shall run and yeah. not go weary. Right. You should walk and not go faint. Well, the verse before that promise is another court verse. It says that, that God says to Israel, um, why are you saying that my just claim is, has been passed over? And that word claim there is a judgment in a court. So uh, so God was saying, why are you complaining to me saying that I didn't hear your court case, that you wanted your youth restored like an eagle? I heard it, and I'm going to make it happen. Have you not seen, have you not heard that you will walk and not go weary, run and not go faint? So it is, it, and that's I a new that. thing I'm birthing very soon. And tying that in with courtroom prayer. And yeah, doing, right. And, yeah. I mean, even in Psalm, uh, uh, I think it's uh, 84, I'd have to check, or 94, yeah. it says you will flourish in the courts of your God, producing fruit in old age. Psalm 84. Yeah. Psalm 84. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's three main verses about youth restoring and, you know, vitality and strength and everything else and directly connected to courts. 
Yeah, that's yeah. really so, interesting. Yeah. Yes. And you know what's very interesting is if you go back to uh, Matthew 8, where you have a leper, and the leper doesn't know what the will of God is. He says, Lord, if you want to, you can cleanse me. And the King James Version, Jesus says, I want to, or I will to, or mm -hmm. I will. Mm -hmm. But in the original language, it means I want to with all of my heart. So good. So good. And then this man's rejection because he had he was had a contagious disease he's isolated he's rejected he's in decay he's dying and now he finds out that Jesus wants to heal his heart of rejection his mind of rejection mm -hmm. he wants to okay. take away all of the decay that's in his life wow. Wow. and so this man's spiritual leprosy is healed his mental leprosy wow. is that's healed right. his emotional leprosy is healed okay. and his physical leprosy is healed because Jesus makes a decision and and judges all the leprosy in the man's life, yeah. dispels the darkness of the decay and the disease, and shines a light that brings health and healing. Now, in connection with this, when it says it shall renew your youth as the eagle, to renew in the Hebrew means to polish. It means to shine. Wow. 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 And so what happens is this, when the judge makes a verdict, he shines a light on the dark activity, he judges it and cancels it, yeah. reduces it to zero, and you see the effects of the mercy seat through Jesus, that person receives a mercy miracle, and they get res restoration and recovery. Wow. Okay, so, you know, like me and him, awesome. do this all day long, yeah, right? This yeah, is all yeah. we ever do yeah. when we're together, because yeah. that's what, you know, that's who we yeah. are together, right? Um, as friends and all that. Uh, so, like the, the leper, there's three leper stories. We just talked about how Jesus healed the withered man's hand. Yep. He, he said, stretch forth thine hand, yep. and it was healed, right? Okay, stretch forth the zectano. Yep. It means to go back to the time something happened, the place something happened, and the cause. Well, every time Jesus healed a leper, yes. uh, the lepers would come and say, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And, and it says, Jesus would stretch forth his hand. It's the same word, ectano, and said, I'm willing to be clean. So he was even time traveling these guys to have this renewed youth, to remove this leprosy, to cause their skin to be renewed and to be young looking. Because he would go back to the time the leprosy came in, the place the leprosy came in, and the cause that made it come in. Now, as far as the courts is, here's another argument, and that's Jacob. Yeah. Everybody thinks Jacob was a big old scandalous yeah. person. Yeah, right. You know, it's not true. Okay, that's a lie. Okay, that's old school teaching. The trickster. He wasn't a trickster. Right. You see, everybody thinks he's a trickster because he tried to trick his brother out of his birthright. Well, right. but the thing was, is when she was pregnant, when the mom was pregnant with both him and Esau, yeah. the Lord told her, why there's, being a, there's a fight of these two babies in your womb is because the older will serve the younger. So when... Jacob supposedly tricked his brother of the firstborn blessing. He was just trying to get what was ordained as his. The older was supposed to serve the younger. Wow. Wow. So he wow. was just getting sure. what was already been prophesied over him. Sure. Remember, it's God, it says in the New Testament, Esau, I've hated Jacob, I've loved. Yeah. Okay. So he was just getting back what was his. And look how he treated Laban. Laban cheated the pants off of Jacob for years and years and years. And Jacob just kept on working for him, yeah. doing him right, yeah. never cheating him. He was actually a man of integrity and honor. Okay. So to the youth now. I remember years ago, the Lord told me, I'm going to give you the dominion over youth. And I'm actually in that revelation wow. right now. I'm seasoning it and building it. And he said, you're going to be like Jacob, a plain man. And I went, a plain man? That doesn't sound like beautiful to me. And that doesn't sound like, you know, that sounds kind of boring, God. Plain man. So I went and looked up the word plain because it says that Esau was a hunter 
He hunted among the fields, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling among the, the tents. Yeah. So I looked at the word plain. You know what it means? It means perfect and complete, lacking nothing in physical strength and beauty. Wow. So Jacob was a hottie. Wow. <laughs> okay. Now, so so it says he was a he was a plain man dwelling among the tents. Okay, that word dwelling there it, it means to sit as a judge. See, Jacob, the reason why wow. he was actually a righteous man that wasn't a trickster, because yeah. I just gave the example yeah. for that, because yeah. perfect all, plain also means to be perfect in moral morality, okay. as well as perfect in physical strength and beauty. Okay, he was a judge for the tribe. He wasn't just a couch potato that hung out among the tents while his brother went and got all the food sure. and did all the work. Sure. He actually was acting as a judge among the tribe. He was dwelling among the tents, sitting as a judge, which meant that when the tribe had issues or problems amongst themselves, he was judging it. But the thing is, he was also able to judge anything that happened in his own tent, his own body, wow. Wow. his That's own good. soul. That's really good. He would take. He would judge it, and the Bible tells us to do that. That's right. One Corinthians four or something it says yes. that we are to judge even the smallest matters of life and everything that pertains to that's life. Right. Yes, yes. So really we're good. supposed to judge really good. all the issues. That's so right. if some, if a hot flash comes up, yep. or because you're having menopause, or if a wrinkle comes up, you have the the right. In the New Testament, there's like three judging scriptures that we are to judge right. to judge that stuff, and that's what Jacob was doing. He was a plain man, which means perfect, complete, lacking nothing in physical strength and yep, beauty and yep. morally perfect. He was judging anything that happened in his tent, sickness, disease, anything that happened, any aging or anything, because he was dwelling, as sitting as a judge among the tent. He was judging his own tent, and he was judging everybody else's issues and problems. He was actually taking the aging to court yes. and judging it. Wow. Yes. Wow. And remember, the scripture says, in, in Corinthians, it says, if we would judge ourselves. Mm. Now, let yes. me share this with you from a Hebrew perspective. Yeah. Jacob's primary uh, name was not a deceiver or trickster. He was named Jacob primarily because he was a heel grabber. In right. other right. words, he was getting a hold of the promise <laughs> of God right. because right. God said, right. God said concerning the serpent, oh yeah, you're going to wow. bruise his wow. heel, but he's going to crush your head. Wow. And so Jacob, his spirit and his soul knew how to get a hold of the heel so that he could bruise the head of the evil one so that even those circumstances said, you're not going to enter into what God has for you. Wow. He went ahead and got a hold of it. Wow. And oh, yeah. everything turned around in his favor because when you go to court, many times it looks like your adversary is going to take from you, but God gives to you what is rightfully yours. I like to say that Jake, I like to say that Jacob grabbed the heel of his brother because he knew he was supposed to come up yes. first, but his brother squeezed and cut in line and beat him to him. So he says, if you're going to cut in line, I'm going to grab a hold of your heel because I'm coming out with you mm -hmm. because that promise of being first, firstborn is mine. Mm -hmm. I'm getting the firstborn blessing. Mm -hmm. It's been ordained by God. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is, and sometimes this happens, um, sometimes as men, and even though um, Jacob's father Isaac was a prophet, mama had the revelation that daddy didn't have. <laughs> And so she was simply acting on a revelation to correct where daddy had missed it. Wow. She because, wasn't deceiving him. Right? That's right. She was acting on a revelation because mm. daddy had missed it. Mm. And I am. And, and the truth wow. of the matter is, when you study the text later on, daddy recognizes. Yes. Wow. 
Jacob, who becomes Israel, that prince with God who reigns, yeah. he was the one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amen. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I, oftentimes, many believers within the kingdom, there's a lot of emphasis on taking dominion. Yeah, we think of taking dominion over over nations and over the culture, seven yes. mountains. Yes, but we don't necessarily talk about taking dominion over our own physical yes. bodies and and, and 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 our our complete selves. Yes, our soul, our spirit, and our and our body. And that's one of the things that you guys have really been going after a lot this yes. weekend. One of the things yes. that that you've built your ministries on, kind yes. of this 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 concept of really. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're, we will take dominion, but yes. it has to begin here within our tent. Yes. And that's one of the things I like yes. about what you're talking about yeah, as far as, yeah. 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 Tent. Yes. yeah, yes. bringing a righteous judgment yes. according yes. to our, our soul, our mm-hmm. spirit, yes. and, our, and our physical body, yeah. bringing order here yes. so, that it can, so that the order can flow out of us and yes. that order and shalom can begin to flow out yes. yeah, into our families, the culture. Yeah, I, I, I want to think of it this way. You, you had a woman with an issue of blood for 12 years. That means that she could not use the same cooking or eating utensils as her family. Wow. That means she could not sit on their furniture. That means she had the room separate to herself. Wow. That means according to the law that if she touched anybody, she could be put to death. Wow. And so what happens is that she hears about Jesus and she hears it from a distance. She hears people coming back into town because when you go back and you study the test in the text in the original language, Jesus had just come out of the boat and the people caught him on the edge of the water and they were touching him and being healed. And so the people were coming back into the city, giving these testimonies about healing. And so she decided to go and see Jesus. Now the Bible says what she had was, was a plague. The Greek word for plague is mastagos. Mastagos comes from a Roman torture where they would have a guy in a prison. They would take him out, beat him till he was almost dead, but let him live, let him put him back in prison, let him recover and beat him again. In other words, it is meaning a reoccurring ongoing sickness and disease that steals your peace, your joy, your wealth, your relationships, everything. Wow. So when she says to herself, if I just touch Jesus, I shall be whole. And she touches him and Jesus removes the plague. He removes the reoccurring sickness and disease. So we're still talking about something where God makes a judgment Mm. against a reoccurring disease so the healing is permanent and remains. And Jesus wants to do that for everybody who will believe it. Yeah, I love it. I love that. That's amazing. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know the Bible. Yeah, everybody thinks judgment is bad. What exposition of that text? That's yes. incredible. Right. Well, you know everybody thinks judgment is bad, but it says that judge yourself, least you fall under divine judgment. Yes. So if we are judging our attitude problems first, and and everything else, we actually can we actually can take our own soul to court. Yes. And say, see how I'm acting? I put a a case against yeah, that amen. bitterness amen. in me that I can't shake. Absolutely. I put a case against that jealousy that I can't overcome, no matter what I've tried and I ask for supernatural judgment and supernatural intervention for that it's like when we judge ourselves then we won't face the, the penalty of being judged later when the enemy always is coming in looking for a legal right he's always up in court bringing a judgment against us so it's better for us to initiate the process exactly mm-hmm. so let me give you this example I was in um, the state of uh, Louisiana a woman came and let's just say that she was fluffy <laughs> and um, she had 60% bone loss and was in pain. 
when I prayed for her, nothing happened. And I, that was, you know, you know, I, I said, Lord, what's the problem? And the Lord speaks to me. And this is what he says. He says, when she was young, she had an abortion and she repented and I forgave her, but she has never forgiven herself. And when I brought that up to her, she burst into tears. Her unforgiveness had aged her body. Wow. And as soon as she forgives herself, her pain disappears and her bone loss is gone. And so many times for us to have mercy on ourselves after we judge ourselves, releases the miraculous and stops the aging process, turns back the hands of time so that we can be well. And so this is one of the reasons why Jesus said, if anybody offends you, forgive because it keeps you young and vibrant and energetic because we kind of determine our own age to a great degree yeah like when you see people that are not really that old but they look incredibly yes. look ancient yeah then you see other people that are that are very very old but they look so young yes and it's usually tied to the 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 health of their soul yeah they might not even be christian yeah you know they might not even be saved yeah but they've got just like they've got a, a healthy disposition they've yes got but they're following the them. principles of god's word even though they don't know god that's right it's like it's like these laws that the lord has established yes, yes. And, right. and sometimes within the church you have people that it's so easy to go right yes. to blame instead of instead of judging this stuff within ourselves yes. i think it's that victim kind of mentality that keeps us in this place uh, from righteously judging these dispositions within our soul it's, right. it's way easier to be like yeah but it's their fault yeah so i love what you were saying as far as forgiveness yes. And, yes. and releasing mercy for others yes. releasing mercy over ourselves yes and that brings replenishment and flourishing to our own physical temple yeah uh, let me i was in new york a woman was in a wheelchair she had had surgery and for whatever reason uh metal was left in her body and it poisoned her system and uh, she became quite fluffy um, she was in pain all the time she was prayed for by the pastor I prayed for her nothing happened I was ministering to someone else and there was an issue of sexual abuse and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit brought back a repressed memory because now her soul by the light of the presence of God brought up that memory she repressed and she forgave the person also she forgave the surgeon and instantly she was healed she literally jumps wow. up and starts kicking wow. like a cowgirl <laughs> and so I want to urge people whoever may be listening forgive others forgive Give yourself and uh, let it go. Let it drop because it, it will renew you. It'll heal you. It'll deliver you. It will. It will move you from uh, 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 beauty. It will re- remove ashes and bring you into beauty. Yeah, you know, um, there's so much going on now, right now. Like we've all. Um been saying those same scriptures like our whole life, right? Like right, where our right. youth is renewed, like the right. eagles. Yep. You know, we have the same realm as Sarah and Abraham. She was so attractive, yep. attractive to kings, had babies. You know, when she was old. You know, and so you know, we we decree that realm over ourselves, and we're not seeing it. So there is keys like like mercy, like taking it to court, and even like grace. I mean, you know, you're just talking about mercy. Mercy and grace goes hand in hand so much, right? Um, when I started studying. You know, how, why are we getting old? What, what is happening? What is it? God began to show me how even like the spirit of death is coming upon us. It's like, see, when we break the law, right? It says that we are, that the spirit of death gets the right to operate in our bodily organs. Like I'll read the scripture for you. It's Romans seven, five. It says when we are living in the flesh, mere physical lives, the sinful passions are awakened and roused, roused up by what the law makes sin. 
We're constantly operating in our natural powers in our bodily organs to bring the fruit for death. Wow. Wow. See, so everybody's breaking the law, right? right. I mean, James right. says it's impossible to keep the whole law. Right. Okay. So we're always, always breaking the law, and either our thoughts or words or our actions or whatever. And so what the enemy is, he is a legalist. So whenever we break the law, he goes, ah, they broke the law. Ha ha. Wow. So now I'm going to put the spirit of death on them to be so that the that the sin, the, what the law makes sin, will be operating in their bodily organs to produce fruit for death. Wow. So every time we sin, the enemy yep. goes to court yep. and he says, oh, they broke the law again. Yep. I have the legal right to put death and have it work to produce fruit in their bodily organs, in their yep. skin, in their thyroid, in their, to make them have horrible metabolism to gain weight, to make them have menopause and hot flashes and everything else, to, to make their thyroid die and everything else. Okay, so so as I began to look at this, I was like, well, well then how do you get over that? Because it's impossible to keep the whole law. Right. Well, the Bible talks about how grace trumps the law. We are right. no longer uh, under the spirit of the law, but we are right. under grace. And where sin abounds and the law abounds, grace abounds that much more, even super abounds. Yes. So it's like, I remember I... I was always trying to be a law keeper because, you know, as a, when you're a new Christian, like, okay, my job is to act right now, but you can't make yourself act right. Right. So that's why we need grace. Cause we can never keep the whole right. law, that's right. That's right. but some people are still stuck on trying to keep the law on their own strength without any grace. And you'll notice those people are the people that look really older. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have you ever noticed that yeah, yeah. people that are very religious spirited and don't know about grace at all. And trust me, I'm not teaching a hyper grace doctrine because I definitely believe in a balanced grace doctrine. Okay. And, and I could teach on that for another two hours, but I won't. Sure. Okay. But we need grace. You know, Jesus case came full of grace and truth. Right. Grace and truth. There's a balance of the law and grace. But when we can't, we can't, can, we can't keep the whole law. So when we do, we're going to be accused by the devil in the court of breaking it. When that happens, he has the legal right to put the spirit of death at work to our bodily organs to produce death. We start dying. We start getting older, start aging. So unless we have enough grace to contract that, do we go into the grace court? Come boldly be thrown the throne of grace. That word throne right there actually means the uh, judge's bench. Wow. So when it wow. says come boldly before the throne of grace, it's actually talking about going into a grace court. <laughs> I love that. And where That's you right. never lose. Yeah. Because you're going to go in there and you're going to say, That's I throw right. myself at the grace and mercy of the court. It says yeah. where you see grace and mercy in your time of need. I throw myself in the mercy of the court for breaking the law. I receive yeah. grace for every time I broke the law. Grace is going to trump the law and destroy the spirit of death on my body. And it's going to make me look younger. I love that. Yeah, I love that. No, it's absolutely true. Graceful people yes. look more younger, young and, and yes. happy and energetic. And mm. yeah, and, and oftentimes the more um, religious spirited. Yeah, religious spirit. More Staunch, we got to keep the law. Yeah. Look what you did. You just broke the law again. They're the ones that look old because death yeah, is at true. work in their bodily organs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's incredible Re revelation. I'm excited, Kitty, about yeah, that, uh, that's coming out this year. You have, I'm really working on that. Tying to yeah. longevity in the courts. And yeah. That's going to be incredible. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's I really love it. I'm really contending for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm 55 and, and I feel like I just started my ministry. Yeah. So I definitely need this revelation myself. And there's so much openness right now. It's 
right. the kingdom of God re- regarding this message. I mean, yes. I, 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 if you would try to come out with this, oh, stuff, no way. you know, back in the eighties or nineties, you know, you'd be cr- cr- you know, but yeah. there I'm is still in prison though. So didn't, <laughs> you know, there, there's a lot of, <laughs> and there's a lot of revelation coming out regarding yeah. this stuff. And I think, I think it's exciting, yeah. you know, right. I think, uh, uh, death, sickness and disease is, has kind of almost been idolized within mm-hmm. the church, yes, you know, where the more, the, the more kind of, uh, we're going to die and go to the by <laughs> and by. The and more gloomy you are, the more holy you oh, are right, or something, right, you know, right, like, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Hey. Well, it says the last enemy to be put under feet is death. So if we're reaching the point now where we're going to remove death, wow. of course, we're all going to, I don't believe that we're going to die. We're going to pass on. Mm-hmm. We're going to go from this realm to the next. Yeah. So if we can defeat death while we're here and stay young, the Bible has so many promises about our youth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the last enemies. We can then just get on with the business of serving instead of having to fight the devil on our own lives every time we turn around. Yeah, yeah. So we need to yeah. whoop death, death, you know what, Yeah. and um, move on. That's right. Amen. That's awesome. Switching gears a little bit, um, one of the things I appreciate about you is you both um, unapologetically minister from this place of revelation, but partnership with the angelic. Mm-hmm. And um, and and I, and I love that. And... and uh, where you guys are very, uh, you're always discerning mm-hmm. what the Lord's doing in a room, but who the Lord is sending into mm-hmm. a room mm-hmm. and the, the function of the angelic. Mm-hmm. But actually one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is, was because you're, because you're, you're so aware and discerning and truly partnering with angels, mm-hmm. you guys have, you guys have a whole nother take uh, on, on the angelic. I wanted to talk to you about the uniqueness, like the personality, the character of angels because i think when i was growing up there was almost this idea that angels were these like these divine robots these you know these like uh artificial intelligence of heaven that god mm-hmm. just kind of summons and they go and, and we right. know that that's not true everybody right. knows that that's not right. true but but this idea when, when i hear you guys talk about angels it's not like they're not just angels these are like yeah. personalities yeah yes. with 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 souls and like emotions and yeah. wills yes. and like so um as you guys have engaged with the angelic would you guys like mind like bringing us into what you've learned about who are who 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 yes. are angels? You know, yes. and 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 their quirks and their personalities. Yeah, yeah. let me back up to uh, the ministry of angels um, scripturally. You know, Jesus uh, does a forty day fast, and in Mark one it says that the angels attended to him. In uh, Matthew 4, after Jesus finishes his 40-day fast, it says the angels attended to him. Well, what's, wow. what does a waiter do? He takes orders. But then in Luke 4, 14, when Jesus completes his 40-day fast, it says Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. So in Luke 3, he receives the Spirit. In Luke 4 and 1, he's full of the Spirit and led by the Spirit. But after he completes his 40-day fast, He moves in the power of the spirit, which is directly related to angels. Now, angels are, um, they have interesting personalities. For example, I was in um, uh, Glen Falls, New York. I was at a very traditional uh, Assembly of God church, and the youth pastor was there, and God opened up his eyes where he could see the two particular angels that were working with me that day. And uh, one was about five foot ten and was friendly and was talking. He saw these angels just like I'm seeing you and wow. you're seeing me wow. just that clear. Yeah. OK. And the one that was five ten was very friendly. And he was describing to this young man named Tim everything that was going on in the service. But there was a seven foot angel 
who was very militaristic. In fact, he carried a spear. And if a person, uh, their disease was caused by sickness or disease, when the evil spirit or the spirit of infirmity would leave the person's body, he would take the tip of the spear and he would cut the demon as it departed out of the body as if to say, that's what you get for oppressing somebody that God loves. And uh, this, yeah, oh, absolutely, executed judgment. And so, um, and if the person had a sickness or disease but was not caused by a demon, what this angel would do is he would take the tip of his spear and he would put it down to the ground. And as soon as it hit the ground, there would be a wave that this youth pastor would see that would approach the person just like waves of the sea and when it hit the person's body the person would be well and so these two angels work together one was the angel that would give me like revelation words of knowledge tell me what to do but the other angel who was very militaristic and acted like a military was the one who would actually execute the miraculous bringing deliverance or healing or the miracle and so they had very different personalities but they worked together to get the job done so they were attending to Jesus as I would speak the word of Jesus and would cause the uh, the works of the enemy to be undone or destroyed wow wow that's well, awesome. you know, I mean, people put angels in a box. It's like, yeah. well, if I don't see them in the Bible, then they don't exist. You know, I mean, really, there's only what two angels actually named yes. in the Bible. <laughs> right. But right. then the Bible does talk about how there's innumerable angels. Yes. Tens of thousands upon tens of thousands. So, and you know, and then you'll you'll meet an angel. Yes. And you'll tell people about the angel you met, and then people go, "That's there's no such angels." That it's like, well. well how do you what do you mean oh, they all just named angel number one angel number two angel number right, three right, right. you know I find a lot of angels are sometimes named after what they do yes yeah. you know like I remember years ago that Patricia King had a, an angel named Swift visiting her and they swiftly would take it into acceleration right, right, right. and I found the scripture for it it said Isaiah 60 arise and shine for your light is coming the glory of the Lord is risen upon you and in the end it says that God's going to do all this stuff he's going to bring the wealth of the nations and he's going to you know have people come to you because you're light and at the very end he goes and I will do this swiftly wow. <laughs> yes. and the angel's name was Swift right so it was that and she was preaching that message at that time but for me like I mean I've met so many different angels one of my favorite angels is Legion expert yeah yeah I mean years ago I started fighting I started fighting Legion back in 2008 and didn't understand you know that Legion's on everybody yeah. you know you you ask Christians are you ever battled Legion they all go no no right. every Every Christian has legion on them. Yeah. Because yeah. the demoniac is dwelling among the tombs. Right. That represents us dwelling among the pain and the traumas of our past. Yeah. Right. And when we do that, it allows demons like legion to control you. Yeah. The word dwell actually means powers that are able to control the soul. Yeah. So legion was able to control the demoniac because of him, of the woundedness in his soul from his past. Okay, so I didn't understand that at the time, but then I started realizing how many tombstones I was dwelling among. Wow. How many how many things, wow. how many traumas. Wow. You know, I was out on the street, you know, living a crime life. You know, I was sinning and being sinned against. I mean, I was dwelling among the tombs like yeah. the demoniac, and I was a crazy person. So I had to get all those tombs healed. 
And in that process, you know, God showed me it was a very, it's a very complex revelation, but it's all in scripture on how to evacuate him from people's lives. You have to administrate the miracle in a certain order. And part of that administration, because I won't go into the whole thing right now, because there's certain steps and orders to getting people delivered of Legion is this angel named Legion expert. So he got assigned to me and he actually showed up one night to teach me the processes of how to administrate a miracle to get people uh, healed and delivered of legion and he walked in and he looked like a Vietnam vet, um, air, um, airman. You know, wow. he had the air airman glasses on. Yeah. He had like long, super cool hair and the goatee. Wow. He had like desert camis on because he drives demons out to dry and arid places where they can find no rest. Yeah. yeah. So he had the desert cami pants on. Wow. He was high fiving all his comrades as they came in and they all gathered to teach me about, you know, how to do this thing with Lee. And when at first when I saw him, he looked so cool, right? He looked like the bikers I used to hang out with when I was on the street. So I actually walked up and punched him because <laughs> I thought he was the enemy. Because it's like nobody can look that cool and that hot unless you're a bad guy, right? Right. Right. But he's like, whoa, whoa, I'm here to help you. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, right? Like, like it actually hurt him. I doubt yeah, yeah. it. I doubt it very much, right? And so I was like, oh, well, then who are you? And he goes, I'm Legion Expert, and that was his actual name. Wow. Because that's what he does. He's an expert in legion so that's his name right and he didn't have wings like people say all angels have wings it's not true some do some don't right Right. he didn't have wings but he would travel like exactly like the uss enterprise when it goes into hyperspace you know how when the when the ship goes into hyperspace it goes and it like boom and it goes from there's a uh, like a an explosion of light goes that's how he travels so whenever he comes in and out he goes and the light goes like that so I mean there's like this this every angel has this just this they're like people wow yeah they have these unique personalities they 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 dress different they look different they have different kinds of jobs they talk different it's it's really fun to yeah. interact with all the different kinds of angels that right. and there's so many available to us and we get assigned the ones that are associated with what miracles we're putting our faith on what our calling is what our you know what we've been mandated to do right yeah and in addition to that i mean you'll have uh angelic beings that may look for example african-american yeah. or african right. yeah. or may look asian or may look white may yeah. look spanish mm-hmm. they may have blonde hair uh black hair yeah. uh, uh, uh uh red hair uh they may be uh tall yeah. they 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 may be short uh, there was a uh, as katie was teaching today there was a, a angel uh that came in um he's he's about five foot ten he uh is extremely well built um he's very very aggressive and uh what he does is he gives people People a breakthrough from their past and can give them a breakthrough into their future into what God has and uh, somebody said well an angel that's breakthrough well if you go back and you read uh, first Chronicles 14 when David is fighting against the Philistines and they spread out and and he asked the question Lord do you do you want me to fight these people and the Lord says yes will you deliver them into my hand the Lord says yes and he defeats the enemy and he calls the name of the place Bel Parazan which means the Lord God of the breakthrough. 
And so it's in scripture. It's right there. And so people can get a breakthrough in their finances, a breakthrough in their mind, a breakthrough in their marriage, a breakthrough for that child. So God can release an angel that will get the job done. And there are angels with senses, with a sense of humor and uh, that are fun and that are gentle and are sweet. And uh, then there are those that are very aggressive and very Very powerful and very chiseled and very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, by... Uh, and there's some that are just made of light and all yes. you can see is the brightness of the light yes. that's around them. Those are yes. angels that heal. Yes. Yeah, my uh, my daughter, who is uh, Abigail, my oldest, yes. nine, she's um, got at least two angels and yes. in, in her bedroom. Yes. And uh, the, the first one, uh, she couldn't sleep at night. So yes. she asked for a, a, an, an angel of sleep yes and i don't know i don't even know where she learned that because i I, I didn't teach that right anyways she fell right asleep well that angel never left right yeah so andrea can go lay with peter yes and and then and leave him kiss him go lay with sophia kiss him she'll lay down in abigail's bed and and crash yes you know it's the same thing for me like i like i I oftentimes won't even lay down in that bed yeah because there's an angel of sleep there yeah if you lay in that bed you will you will you will crash like i have to go in there and and, Wake, right and wake I know <laughs> and wake Andrea up and pull her out yeah and another one is it, Abigail will, will wake up early in the morning and there'll be an angel dancing in her room mm-hmm. without without a mouth or nose yes. just these eyes and then the wings are like just one continuous piece of fabric yeah so she'll run into our room I saw the angel dancing yes well you know but, you think oh it doesn't have eyes and it's just like a piece of fabric well I mean look there was four living creatures yes I mean yeah. angels are coming not just human form yeah. yes they come in all sorts of forms god yes. made so many types yes. of creation yes you know yeah i mean if you think about it think about what we call the merkaba or the four living beings i mean only one of them has a human appearance one looks like a lion another like an eagle another right. like an ox yeah. and yet there are beings that carry the very throne of god and god himself mm. and i mean think of it this way when elijah was caught up in a whirlwind how did those how did those horses of fire know it was elijah and how did they know where he was right Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, that goes into a whole nother subject. <laughs> right, right. So not all what we call spiritual or heavenly beings appear to be human. Yeah. They yeah. can appear as water. They can appear as fire. Yeah. Right. Well, they said angels are, are like ministers of fire. Right? Yes. Yeah. You know, and then the thing is, people say an angel of sleep. That's right, ridiculous. Right. Yes. You know, why would you, somebody believe that an angel of sleep could make it come to sleep? Well, the Bible has weird things like that. I mean, think about yeah. it. Abraham sent out his servant, Eliezer, to go get a wife for his son. Yes. And he put his hand underneath Eliezer's thigh and said, the angel of the Lord yeah. will go ahead of you to find this woman. Yeah. So he actually sent out the angel to find a mate. Okay, now I remember I preached that message, right? And then about, I preached that message like the beginning of this year. And then about a month ago, Josh Mills came to um, Patricia King's place. And he came up and there was worship. And during the worship, I'm... I'm looking and and I see an angel in the spirit and I look at the angel and it was like more of like the classic angel that you see big white angel with wings and everything. Right. Yeah. And it's like a classic looking what everybody thinks an angel is supposed to look like. And I go, who's that guy? And he says, Musk, Musk. And I go, Musk, what? And I looked up Musk. It means a, 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 the scent a deer releases to attract a mate. And I'm like, 
I don't get it. I must have had too much pizza for dinner. That doesn't make sense at all. So then Joshua stands up and he tells this story about his daughter who can see angels and her, she was telling the, uh, her, her teacher how she sees angels in her daddy's office and her daddy was thinking, you know, oh, my little holy daughter, she's so cute. Yeah. And then the next question to the kids was, uh, what's your favorite song? And when it got around to his son, to her, his daughter, um, she starts singing her favorite song and it was that pop uh Country all song. Oh, you calling all your yeah, single ladies, yeah. single ladies, single ladies. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, my holy child is, where did she get that song? And the Lord told him, she's prophesying to call all the single ladies because I'm releasing an angel through you, Joshua, to go get a mate for all the single ladies. Yeah, the song so, is put a ring on it. Right, right, right. Put a ring right. On it. Yeah. So he starts, he's saying this and I go, oh my God. I just saw that angel. His name is Musk. Musk means a scent that a deer releases to attract a mate. So I go up and I tell him, right? And he goes, you got something? I walk up there, right? He's on stage at yeah, Patricia's. Yeah. Yeah. I go up there and I said, I saw the angel. That's going to go out and find the, the, the mates for all the single ladies. And his name is Musk. And I, I said, it's the smell that a deer releases to attract a mate. And as soon as I said that, the angel came and went poof and threw gold dust on his face and it exploded. Exploded gold dust on Joshua's face. Wow! Wow! In front of all of, I mean, a room full of people. Yeah, you can't make that stuff up. Yeah. So you think an angel asleep? Well, there's angels that go get mates and go get women and and brides and men for brides and single ladies. Matchmakers. Yeah. Yeah. And, And think of it this way: people go gold dust. Come on. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. In the winter, when you are walking on the ground, if you come into a place, whatever's on your feet is going to enter the house. And yet angels walk on streets of gold. And so they can come into a service and shake some of the dust off the streets of gold upon people. I was doing a meeting. And this woman, there was two sisters. One was named Faith. The other was named Hope. They were both blind in the right eye. They both were victims of witchcraft. An angel comes, puts gold dust on the woman's head. The power of God hits her. She falls on the floor. And when she gets up, she can see both of these sisters, twins were able to see, you know, I remember a person that had gold dust on their foot and God grew a bone that wasn't there. And so uh, it's it's an angelic presence and the gold dust is nothing but a sign of God's presence and his power that heaven is coming into earth. We don't worship the sign we worship right. what the sign points to right. points to the lord it points to his goodness points to his healing power points yeah. to his presence in our life to do miracles and to to touch our lives right right so you know i i uh you know i i i love it when god does signs when he does wonders uh you know the truth of the matter is is um gold dust is manifested and thousands of people have come to jesus as the result of yeah, it that's right that's right and, and this guy that has a bible right now that's, yes that's pouring out gallons of yes, oil yes and and so many people wow. have come to the lord because yes. of that bible wow. yes and that just happened in the last what 18 months it started when they started praying for the elections yes Wow. Yes. Wow. I hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we've, uh, we've had meetings where supernatural oil appeared in people's hands and usually that's a sign that God's getting ready to do an impartation in their lives. So when you guys go into a region, you're coming into a place, um, uh, how do you know what angelic partnership is going to look like? Uh, you're praying, you're talking to the Lord. 
Um, uh, I mean, it, it, do you have a, a process that you go through in preparation or is it always different? It's always kind of, uh, this is what's interesting. Um, you know, Katie and I have similar habits. Um, mm. I like to, I like to seek the Lord. I stay yeah. up late. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes like for example, the other day, um, at nine sixteen, I guess the meeting was at ten. So at nine sixteen, an angel comes in, and I know it's going to be a prophetic service. So because of his appearance and uh, what was going on, okay, that's what God is going to do. Or so, so mm-hmm. let's say, let's say I'm preaching sometime, and I may have an angel come in, and but I know it's an angel of deliverance. The Bible talks about the angel of the Lord encamps round about them and delivers them. Mm-hmm. And so when that angel mm-hmm. deliverance came in, okay, I know God's going to bring deliverance, deliverance to people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so let's say, you know, so for me, when I'm sensitive and I'm not always, mm-hmm. I, I tell people, man, you know, like uh, I think the last service we were in, I, you know, at the toward the end of service, I miss God. So sometimes, sometimes I get it right. Wow. And sometimes oh, yeah. I yeah. get it wrong. Uh, and, and sometimes God will give the word to someone else I mean yes. to help you yes. when you're in the middle because sometimes you're battling and taking on so much because you're thinking what am I I want to hear what I'm going to talk about what angels are here what order am I going to do it in how yeah. am I administrating the miracles so there's so much to talk about right like like when we came for this meeting you know I'm on the plane and God gave me a word wow. about teaching on the light wow. and then it was confirmed when I talked to three of the women that we met here and she's like oh I've been really studying the scripture in in uh, you know Ephesians 5 7 and 9 which talks about how the the effect of the fruit of the light is goodness, kindness, and righteousness. And that's like, well, that's good. And then I walk into the service. I sit down with Tony and I say, what are you going to talk on? And he goes, well, I'm going to talk about the light and the glory. And I'm like, well, there it goes, right? So then, you know, the next night was my turn, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm talking about the light. And he started out his session with the light, of course, the light of Christ, as I want yeah. to clarify. So no yeah. one thinks we're being new age or right. anything. Right. Okay, so then I'm in the meeting and I'm like still... Pro- I mean, like, I'm about to step up to the plate, yeah. right? So I'm, like, still processing. How am I going to admin this? What order am I going to put it in? And everything else. And then, and then, you know, while I'm trying to figure out all the logistics, one of my assistants gets a word, a name in her head, Ra'el. So she looks it up, and it means Lord of the Light. Wow. So she knew the wow. angel of light. Because wow. I always called him the angel of light. But now he has a name. Wow. Yeah. Which was given to some my one of my people. Right. Because I'm busy thinking right. about all the other right. things. But what that did for me is that made my faith go even higher. Wow. Yes. I That's knew awesome. as I was preaching the word about the light, angels would hearken to that word. That angel Rael, who's the Lord of the light, would release the light, which heals people. Jesus is the light of the world. His light heals our soul. It heals our body. And the angels carry what is on Jesus because they're around Jesus right. all the time. And he created them. So, I mean, you know, it just, it made everything, it all comes together. And of course, in the end, you know, Tony's there giving me the report afterwards. I saw this and this and this. When the yeah. lady screwed, the screw disappeared from the lady's yes. foot. Yes. You know, when you were up on stage, Kate, I saw the angel of the Lord behind a woman first mm-hmm. that I prayed for that had metal in her neck and then mm-hmm. she had no pain. She went from a seven to zero pain. Mm-hmm. And then he went through the floor, mm-hmm. came back up and touched the toe of the woman with the screw in her toe and then the screw disappeared. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, so now he's seeing stuff. See, that's why it's good that we don't compete. 
Right. You know, we have a friendly competition. Right. We, we provoke our each other. I was going to say, you don't compete. To pause yeah. to Since good when, works. when, when yes. you not compete? <laughs> yeah. See, here's the yeah. thing is like when I was, I think I did the first service, she told me about the light angel. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't perceiving it. I just knew I was supposed to talk about God's light and God's glory. Wow. And then when she said that the the light angel, the angel of light that carries the presence of God was there, I go, oh, yeah. So now I, you know, so in other words, we see for each other. In other words, when you te- when you team with somebody, yeah. you don't compete, you complete. Yeah, each that's good. other. That's good word, good word, good word. Okay? Good word. It's a partnership. That's why Jesus sent them out, what? Two by two. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, you help each other. So what one misses, the other one catches. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I, you know, just hanging out with my brother and just hanging out with him, I've learned so much, right? So it's so good. And so have I. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we both are always sharing and learning and helping and growing. Does it amplify your, like when you guys are together, does it amplify something in the spirit world? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We feed off of each other's revelation. Yeah, Yeah, we do. You know what I mean? We complete each other's revelation. I see that. Yeah. It's like this morning, right? So this morning I taught on time travel, right? Yeah. And there was a lot of miracles during the teach. I actually heard a word that people were going to have. All kinds of people were getting healed. Yeah. Body adjusting and cracking. I said, you're going to, your spines and your skeletons are going to move. They're going to move into place and you're going to hear crack, 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 pop, pop, pop. And I was going crack, 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 pop, pop, pop. Well, like 35 people had actually a lot like pop, 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 not just one crack or one pop. They could hear it in their bodies. They could hear it. They appreciate. could feel it. I mean, a lot, like the whole spines, knees cracking and popping, necks, like 35 people. Yeah. But then what happens is, is like, I'm like, okay, I, I hit my wall right there. I'm like, okay, I got people wow. healed during the preach, but yeah. there's yeah. more. So I walk up to the brother and I say, okay, like there's more. Are you feeling like you can move into another level? And he says, oh yeah. So he stands up. And he takes the same realm that I opened up with the teaching, steps into it, and then like, how many? 12? Oh, I 14? don't know. I don't know. But see, here's, here's what Pastor can tell you. <laughs> and he'll tell you this. What did I say to you before she walked up to me? Remember about, I said... I need to do something when she gets tell right. her. So but I walk no, up. No, no, but you don't. Right. But you don't know this. Oh, right. This is before you came up to me. Well, are you talking about when you said? But I want to see if she goes there. Yeah, I want to see I if did. she goes there. Let's wait. Let's. I want to see if she goes there. Yes. And yeah. Right. So yeah. I came down, yeah. and he go. I go. Do you, can you take it to the next level? He goes, oh yeah. So he stands up now yeah. and he got, I don't forget, 14, 20, I forget. Well, well the thing How of it people, is. Wait, wait, wait. It was, it was curvature of the spine. Curvature of the spine, scoliosis. Scoliosis. And also um, TMJ. But see, here's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Is I wanted to, I think what I did was, is I asked how many people had already been healed or something like that. Yeah, or so you did. counted how many people got healed in the preach. Yes. And, and, but then he finished. He, some people need more. Yes. Some people can't receive in wow. the realm right. of glory without being right. touched. Right. right. So there is this thing where sometimes you have to do like healing in the atmosphere, which is I did during the teach. Right. And then you step into like actually touching and personally yes. doing healing yeah. and deliverance. So, yeah. Tony took it from there yes. and 14 plus people yes. got healed of scoliosis. Yes. I mean, really it's got incredible. healed with, yeah. with a nurse here to confirm yeah. a nurse yes. was here confirming that their spine was no longer curved. Right. Yeah. And then and how the many, TMJ. Yeah. How many people got healed? How many people well, got here's healed? Here's the TMJ. fun part about the TMJ. 
so there was some online healings of TMJ yes. during the teach. Yes. And then after, when he was praying for TMJ, more TMJ got healed online. All kinds of miracles online. Right. And the comments and, and were and they all were comments yeah. full of miracles online. And then TMJ in the meeting. Yes. And one lady reported, oh, my TMJ got healed during the preach. And another reported it got healed when you. Right. See, that's why. By us not being like, who's better? No, don't step on my yeah. platform. No, I got the mic now. Yeah. You know, by us sharing, we unite to get more people a breakthrough. Yes. And what's more important, how we look or what happens to people in the meeting and then they get healed? Exactly. Yeah. Because, see, this is all about Jesus and it's all about the people he loves. Right. And see, so I love, see, you know, I get a chance to minister by myself all the time. And so when I have the opportunity to actually minister uh, with someone that I understand them and they understand me, it's like, wow, I get to minister with Katie. Well, first of all, you know, my wife and I, you know, we, we get to minister with Katie and we get to spend time together and we get to enjoy each other and we have the friendship and the love. And, and uh, you know, again, like when I get a chance to minister with Patricia or whoever, it's like, this is so much fun. This is a joy. So yeah, I mean, it's just great. It is. It's, just, it's a privilege too. I mean, because the areas where I was, where I have been weak and needed to be mentored and to be shown like, you know, uh, possibilities of what I could do or what I should do. You know, my brother has been right there to say, I think you should try this or I've done this. And, and I've followed his advice many times and, and grown in my ability to admin the miracle realm and to walk in it. And like today I learned a lot cause I'm an atmospheric person where most of the miracles in my meeting happen without me touching anyone. Yeah, right. Yeah. But there are people that need that next level touch and so he's he helped me to understand how i could take that revelation on time travel i did this morning and not only get the atmospheric results but exponentially increase the numbers by stepping into the next level like yes. he did yeah so i'm now going to have more faith to carry it through to another place yeah you know um you know joshua mills talks about the three realms of the supernatural uh, you know, which others have also talked about the realm of faith, the realm of the anointing, the realm of the glory. And there's people who can receive directly from God in the realm of the glory, but other people they receive by faith, yeah. when, uh, which means it's indirect. So somebody has to minister with them and to them. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, we meet people where they are. And this is what I say. Jesus comes to where you are to bring you to where he is. Yeah. And so if, if we have to, if we have to, move in the area of faith or move in the area of the anointing to get the person to receive what Jesus has purchased. That's what we can do in the time that's permitted. Yeah. And, and team ministry is very, very rare oh, yes. to see that model is very, very rare. Um, and you guys model it so incredibly well. There's just so much um, maturity and humility in you both. And, um, and, and I, I'm really excited about the Lord doing that more and more within the kingdom because yes. I mean, I, sometimes just being in the audience mm -hmm. and sometimes just only having one person, one voice, one, mm -hmm. one thought, one process mm -hmm. is somewhat limiting. Yes. And so I think that as, as more probably, uh, 
it, I think we're going to start seeing more and more yes. team, yes. you know, team ministry and team yes. revelation and, yes. and team authority. And yeah. it's like, that's what's happening in all the, all the superhero movies, right? Yeah. Used exactly. to be just Batman. Used to be just yes. Superman. Right, now, now, it's right. now it's about it's all the teams. It's about yes. Batman, it's true. you know, I had a strong word about that. coming together yes. to yes. become allies to go yeah. get the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. You got the Avengers. Yeah. You got right, the Marvels. Right, right, right. Justice League. And I think that God's doing that in the church right now. And that makes it so there's not one superstar. That makes it to where there's a group of people all with a one heart and one mind to accomplish something for the kingdom for the glory yes. of God and for, for peoples to get breakthrough I had a strong word at the beginning of this year cross pollinate cross pollinate wow. I just went in and did a miracle service with a totally Catholic group of people and the Lord said you are cross pollinating I mean they did mass after I was done official Catholic mass and I, <laughs> I, I attended the mass it was powerful yeah, right I awesome. mean it's like yeah. cross pollination man yeah. we need to get over ourselves and that's get right. into right. the flow of let's make the kingdom manifest together. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and the mutual submission to one another. I mean, I think about the oh, Avengers yeah. where, um, <laughs> where uh, Iron Man uh, turns to Captain America as they call it. And so Captain America tells everybody what to do. And he turns, wow. he tells everybody what to do and they go and do it. Yeah, and then he turns to the Hulk and just says, smash. And Hulk smiles and goes and does his yeah. part. Yeah. So Everybody yeah. doing it. their part of According to their ability. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, God's at work. Hey, thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, I'll put your guys' stuff in the show notes. Make sure if you're listening to go check out uh, uh, Katie's stuff and Tony's stuff because yeah. you guys have uh, prepared mm. so many equipping resources yeah. so that people can, mm. can move forward and get healthy and, and begin doing the stuff. But uh, So thanks so much, you guys, for, for making time to do this in your, in your crazy weekend here. Love you Our guys. Pleasure. Awesome. Love you. Thank you. All right. All right. Podcasts are definitely trending right now. There are so many brand new podcasts that are hitting the market. And I think that iTunes is kind of overwhelmed. And one of the ways that iTunes aggregates what's hip and relevant from the rest of the noise that's hitting the web is through ratings and reviews. A bunch of you have already taken the time to leave a rating and a review of this podcast. And I just wanted to say thanks. You guys are incredible and you're so supportive and I love you. And if you haven't had a chance to take that minute or two to leave a review. If you do that, that'd be incredible. And I've created a shortcut to get you there. It's the darrenshow.com. That's the darrenshow.com. You can give it one star and that means that you think it's kind of lame or you can give it five stars and that means that you think this thing be dope, be tight, be off the chain. So if you would take the minute or two to leave a review, that would be mighty fine of you. Again, it's the darrenshow.com. Thanks guys.